In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Saturday of the fourth week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the fifth day of February 2022, let us call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Gifted for Service. Gifted for Service. The first reading today is taken from the first book of Kings, chapter 3, from verse 4 to verse 13. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Mark, chapter 6, from verse 30 to verse 34. Today, being the fifth day of February, we celebrate the memorial of St. Agatha. St. Agatha lived in Christian antiquity and was born in the year 231 AD. She was born in a palace in a place called Catania in Sicily in a rich and important family. At a very young age, she dedicated her virginity to God and refused to marry anyone. Since she was very beautiful, many persons wanted to marry her or to have sex with her. A Roman prefect named Quintianus also wanted to have sex with her, but she refused. So Quintianus brought her before a magistrate for trial to punish her for her faith in Christianity. Quintianus expected that she would relent in the face of torture and possible death. Her breasts were cut off during the torture in prison. She died of the torture in prison in the year 251 AD, living just 20 years. She died in the reign of the Roman Emperor Decius. But before her death, her cut-off breasts were restored by an apparition of St. Peter to her in the prison. The intercession of St. Agatha through an apparition to a Benedictine nun is reported to have saved Malta from Turkish invasion. St. Agatha is the patroness of bakers, jewelers, and also invoked against breast cancer, against fire, and against earthquake. Now, this is the young lady whose feast we celebrate today. And like I said earlier, the title of my homily is Gifted for Service. Dear children of God, in the first reading today, we saw having succeeded his father, David, Solomon was today asked by God, request anything you want from me to give you and I shall do it. But amongst everything, Solomon decided to choose one particular thing to ask God of. And that is wisdom, the gift of discernment, 
to be able to know what is good from what is bad, what is right from what is wrong, to be able to lead the great people of Israel. Solomon acknowledged that he was a little and a small boy, incapacitated in terms of leadership. And here is God's own chosen people, the greatest of all nations all over the world. And so he asked of God for the gift of discernment, for the gift of wisdom. The request that Solomon made was not for himself, but for the good of others, for the betterment of the society in which he lived and the people that he was leading. And God saw this, that his, his request was not informed by selfishness or greed or self-centeredness or personal ambition, but was propelled by his desire for the good of others. And God, out of his own generosity, decided not just to give him what he requested for, for God says, I am going to do for you exactly what you asked for. Again, however, God added even other blessings, such as wealth, such as affluence, such as fame, such as popularity, and all that. Dear children of God, what lesson do we learn from this? That every gift is given to us for the service of others. Whatever you are, whomever you are. And this again comes to the very, uh, comes to light in the gospel reading today. Jesus and his apostles have been busy teaching and preaching, casting on demons, healing the sick, bringing hope to the hopeless, bringing the good news of God to the poor. And they hadn't even time to eat. And so Jesus ordered that they should withdraw to a quiet place by themselves to be alone and to seek the face of God in prayer and possibly have themselves refreshed. But before they could get to the their destination, the people, the crowds were already there waiting on them, waiting for them. They went on foot and they crossed over to the other side of the sea, waiting for Jesus and his apostles to arrive. And upon arrival, Jesus took pity on them and they continued teaching and, you know, preaching answering their questions, resolving their problems, blessing them with their good heart desires, and solving all their needs. Dear children of God, these also point out the fact that Christ came as a gift to humanity. He came, as he said, not to, serve, not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom. And the very scenario that played out in the gospel today testifies to this, that he and his apostles, he and indeed his followers, you and I, are called to lay down our lives for others. You are gifted for service, dear child of God. St. Paul will tell us that the gifts we have are not for ourselves, but are given to us by the Spirit of God, the same Spirit of God, for the building up of the body of Christ, for the good of others. No wonder St. Paul will say, I have made myself all things to us, all people in order to save a few. Dear children of God, God is calling on you today to realize that you are a gift unto others. Father Shin, the great archbishop, wrote that the priest is not his own. And I dare to say, not just the priest, every Christian is not his own. You are a Christian for others. How has your life contributed to the salvation of others, to the well-being of others? Look at 
Agatha, such a young, beautiful lady, will sacrifice all because she recognizes that her body is not just gifted to her for pleasure, but for the service of God and humanity. And today we are beneficiaries of that service because his life is a model and a testimony to us. As a married man, as a married woman, do you recognize that you are a gift to that man, to that your husband or your wife, because you are there to complement the life of such a one and to bring him or her closer to God and help him or her live a more fulfilled life? Do you realize that your body is not just giving you for pleasure and for comfort, but however, that it is not neglecting the fact that you should have pleasure legitimate and godly pleasure as such but more fundamentally that is giving you for the salvation of others for the needs of others if husbands and wives married people understood this they will not be selfish the way they are and many crises in family life today wouldn't be there because each will always give preference to the need of other the other Wanting to satisfy the need of the other always. And this hasn't, it's not limited to just uh, bodily pleasures alone, but everything that makes for the good and the salvation of the other. The weak needs the strong. The strong needs the weak. The lead needs the leader. The leader needs the lead. Everyone, wherever you may be, you are what you are for others. You have what you have for others. Look at the parts of our body. Remember, St. Paul and even Jesus Christ will liken the, 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 the church, we, the Christians, to the body of Christ made, of, made up of different parts. No part of the body works for its own interest. Look at the very organs for the um, evacuation of waste from the body. If the waste in the body are not evacuated, those organs rarely suffer much as the other organs, especially the internal organs, will suffer. If urine is not evacuated from the body, if feces is not evacuated from the body, the organs for evacuating them suffer less than other organs of the body. If the mouth eats food, what benefits first is the stomach where the food is digested before it's distributed to other parts of the body. The eye sees things and then the, 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 the brain begins to interpret. When we perceive pleasant, you know, scent through the sense of smell, the entire body enjoys the good feeling. Let us learn from the organs of our body, the parts of our body, that everyone works for the service of the other. To begin to work for the good of others. Let us realize that we are gifts unto one another. That you are gifted for service. Service of others. In the service we are talking about at its core. Has the salvation of souls. As its fundamental and most primary intent. Are you a leader? Are you varying for any leadership position? Don't be carried away. By the beauty of the office you are aspiring for. By the opportunities, the position you think you are getting into may offer you. Think more of the responsibilities thereunto. As a married man, as a married woman, as a student, as a teacher, whatever and whomever you may be, 
Whatever position you find yourself, think more about the responsibilities than the rights and the privileges. When you begin to think more about your responsibility towards your society, towards the significant others around you, towards those who encounter in your life, you become more humble and you give the preferential place to the others. We pray that God will give us the grace to renounce ourselves, our ego, our, you know, um, selfishness, and begin to humble ourselves, seeking the aid of God to make us more, you know, capable and equipped for the service of others. For we are gifted for service, whom wherever you are, you are that for the sake of others. Whatever you have, you have it for the sake of others. Use what God has blessed you with for the salvation of all and you yourself will be blessed in the course of doing that i want to leave you with these words those who ask for gifts from god or from even human beings for their own very personal interests receive such gifts to their own destruction go and read about the servant of elisha gehazi in the second book of Kings chapter 5, reading from verse 20 to verse 28. And then those who ask of God and of other people for gifts with the intent of using those gifts for the good of others, they receive much more than they ever desire or ask of. Look at the life of Solomon today as recorded in the first book of Kings chapter 3. May God help us to become more and more selfless and less and less self-centered through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.